It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go back to your huddle. On Giants.com. Tempo, tempo, tempo. And the Giants mobile app. Go, 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 go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the Giants Huddle Podcast. I'm Madeline Burke for this rapid reaction to the Giants-Chargers game. I'm joined by two-time Super Bowl champion David Deal. But first, a reminder that the Giants Huddle Podcast can be found on the Giants app or at Giants.com slash podcasts and on all popular podcast platforms. Now, joined by our guest, David Deal. David Deal, 37-21 is the final score. It sounds a lot closer than it was, though. I mean, at one point in the fourth quarter, the Giants were down by 30. Yeah. They made it interesting late, but what's your initial reaction to this one? Yeah, I mean, just overwhelmed by uh, the output and the production that the Giants had in this football game. You think going to Arizona, spending that week on prep time, you know, focusing on the techniques and fundamentals after last week in Miami, you know, there were things that needed to be cleaned up, not only just technically, but game plan wise and when you look at the offense and the offensive line you know coming out and their movement by their defensive line of the Chargers they had problems and you had guys like Joey Bosa splitting and getting into the backfield to where Saquon Barkley was bouncing to the outside where there was no place to go and then when you look at the quarterback position you know obviously there were drops by receivers but Mike Glennon did not play well in this football game I can sit here right now on one of the key drives in the football game that was a linchpin for the Giants and then a takeoff moment for the Chargers was the second of the last drive for the Giants in the second quarter. You think about they get the ball. You have Riley Dixon punt the football out of bounds at the four-yard line. The Giants come up with a big stop defensively. The Giants offense get the ball in perfect field position with 140 left on the clock at the Chargers' 43-yard line. They went three and out, punted the ball back, And the next play, or two plays later, Jalen Guyton has the 59-yard touchdown. Then you come back, you don't have a drive to end the game, or the end of second half. They get the ball to start the second half, drive right down, kick the game winning, or kick a field goal, and from that point, now you're just playing catch-up, and that's where we started to see the flea flickers show up. And then uh, uh, special teams-wise, that's one area where that just stood out to me throughout the entire game whether it was the hold on the punt return, whether it was the kick out of bounds, whether it was the incomplete complete on the fake punt on the fourth and nine, those are plays that have to be made when you sit there and you look at the magnitude of the situation of where the Giants were in the football game, and nobody made the plays. Nobody came up with them. Yeah, and you know, mentioning Mike Glennon, of course. Mike Glennon is the backup quarterback to Daniel Jones, who's out with that neck injury. But Glennon himself was out all week with concussion protocol. He didn't get cleared until late in the week. So it was Jake Fromm who was taking all the first team reps. And then, you know, with Sterling Shepard coming back, that chemistry is very limited with Glennon and Shep. And and you could see that. But also, as you mentioned, that final two minutes of the first half, that time period has just been a no-go zone for the Giants so far this season. There were just so many missed opportunities there. But they also had those bad luck moments. Like the field goal that you mentioned, you know, the Giants defense does a great job of holding strong at fourth and one right by the goal line. But a a false start penalty backs up the Chargers and suddenly they're kicking a field goal and getting the points after all. Uh, It's just a bad luck. But one thing that you have to, you know, point out is, is Saquon Barkley did start to look like what we know of Saquon Barkley. He was getting some consistency. And of course, it helps going against a Chargers defense. It's, you know, their run defense is not as strong as some other aspects of this team. Yeah, no, I, that, that's one positive side was to see Saquon Barkley, not only just his performance on the field, but seeing him after both of these games and having that 
bad taste in his mouth, and I hope that starts to rub off on other people on the offensive side of the ball because it was great to see him start to get some confidence back because at this point, four weeks back, you're fully healthy. It's the mental aspect of it to be able to build confidence and push through it, and I thought I saw some of those bright spots today out of Saquon Barkley, and you know, like I said, this offensive line needs to continue to get work and move forward here because they've got a Dallas Cowboys defense that just created four takeaways, three force fumbles, they had the interception of Taylor Heineke. They had four sacks in the game, and they completely disrupted the Washington football team's offense to where Antonio Gibson, I think, had 30 yards on the day, and they only had 100 yards rushing. So this Giants offense and this offensive line better be ready for a war that's coming in this Sunday into MetLife Stadium because we know this Dallas Cowboys team, even though they've been down, they're trying to bounce themselves back. And I know for me in this perspective, I've been in these situations before. You know, people always sit here and they think, well, you're a two-time Super Bowl champ. I remember going 4-12. and 12. I remember going 6-10. and 10. I remember going 8-8 eight and eight in the struggle. And what you realize during those times is when you're winning, nobody can touch you. But when you're losing, nobody can save you. The only people that can save you are you yourself, the people in that locker room, the coaches, and the way that you practice and prepare. We've heard Joe Judge sit here and say, well, we've got execution during the week, but it's not showing up. And this is all about production and that's what we need to see out of this Giants football team in this game and moving forward for the next four weeks because as we know with any season that struggles with any season that's going to be a losing season there's going to be change there's going to be turnover and are you a part of the solution or are you the problem right and you know I mean they've got 21 points in the loss this is only the third time this season this Giants offense has cracked that 20 point mark uh, that's not a good stat to have. That's something that's, you know, consistent struggles in this group. Um, positive area, though, they were three for three in the red zone, an uncharacteristically quiet day for Graham Gano not being, you know, settling for field goals. But that's only three uh, attempts. They didn't get down there that much. They didn't have the opportunity to move. There is a lot of injury this team has been dealing with. There is a lot of adversity this team has been dealing with. But at some point, you know, you got to make some changes. you got to make some adjustments. Kyle Rudolph, you know, he had some big plays early on. He was targeted twice, but then, you know, kind of got quiet. And I don't know if he was just out of gas after that 60-yard run. This <laughs> man, it was like the longest of his career. He looked winded, like get that man some oxygen. Um, but, you know, when you've got the backup quarterback in there, you got to kind of develop that chemistry and spread the ball around and, and get things moving. Yeah, it is something that develops chemistry, and you've got to continue to work those relationships and make sure that you're on the same page. But at the same time, Mike Lennon's got to play better as a veteran quarterback. I mean, at this point, he's seen everything that he possibly can see as a, as a quarterback and a professional football player. But now it's about going out and it's about your actions. You know, because there were three times in this game, two where he threw into double coverage, one where he threw a jump ball to uh, Kenny Galladay, but it was underthrown. Galladay had to go over Davis to pull the ball out of his hands to make sure that he didn't come down with an interception. And when you have those plays in critical moments – as we've said, this football team right now is not good enough to overcome it. And then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, what is the one thing that we continue to hone in and talk about that they need to have and create in order for the Giants offense to have opportunities or takeaways? That was something that they didn't have last week in the Dolphins game, and they didn't have any today either. Especially after starting the season with every game yeah. having at least one takeaway, eight games in a row having at least one interception. That was such a strong point for this team, and it seems to have kind of vanished. The Monstars came and snatched it or whatever happened out there. Um, but that's something that they're going to need to get back on track again Facing these Cowboys next week, the Giants record right now stands at four and nine, which all cements the fact that this team will finish with a record below 500. The fifth year in a row, they've got a losing record in eight of the last nine. 
doesn't matter though when you're facing a division rival. <laughs> you're making me sick to my stomach saying that, Madeline. I'm sorry. I yeah. mean, to, to sit here and to, to hear some of the statistics of this offense, the fact that this was the first week since what was it, week nine in October that week they seven. week seven that in October back or that they've receiver. had a running back or a wide receiver score a touchdown. You just look at this football team and the talent on it. They're too good in order to have that minimal of production and to be last dead last in the NFL right now in red zone. When you think about on the outside, obviously Sterling Shepard just getting back healthy, but when you have a Kenny Galladay, an Evan Ingram, a Kyle Rudolph, you have a Saquon Barkley, this is where Freddie Kitchens has really got to dial things in and where it can't be about flea flickers and trickery. It's got to be back to fundamentals and playing sound football and making sure that they don't chase the chains on third down. I mean, we can sit here and, as you said, we look at numbers and you're looking at the score and you're looking at it, but it doesn't tell the story whatsoever of what took place today in the game. Yeah, and I mean, that, there's so much of it. I mean, the first downs right now are looking comparable, 26 to 20, led by the Chargers. But at one point, it was 16 to 5. and Yeah, that's... at one point, they had eight straight drives that were four touchdowns and three field goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's something that you can't overcome when you're playing a good football team like the Los Angeles Chargers, who are sitting there vying to get back into the playoffs or in a tight race. They came out and performed better. They executed better in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. And when you look at that, it's no coincidence that they win a football game in that manner. Right, and the Giants special teams had some heroics of late and later in the game with that you know, onside kick. That was a great recovery uh, by Keon Cross in there. But earlier, they had some gaffes. You know, yeah. They had that out-of-bounds kick. They had that fake punt on fourth and nine that Riley Dixon tried to connect with Keon Cross and threw it right over his head. There was a lot going on there and I think special teams is something that has been something that this team has hung its hat on but today it seemed like they were a late arriving crowd in a way yeah it definitely was and obviously it was great to see them finish and play the game full out but it was too late and and you talked about it not only the penalties on special teams but Riley Dixon has got to pump better he's got to play better and, and give better field position to this defense and like I said yes he did have the one that was uh punted down inside the four but we've seen other punts this season that he has struggled, and this was one of them, too. It's a tough one, though. But you know what? Another game coming up. we got four more left on the calendar, and that's why they play the game. Any given Sunday, anything could happen. Uh, we know that all too well. The Giants have the Cowboys coming to town. I'm sure they will be very happy to be back at home in MetLife Stadium after a long road trip. Dal- uh Dolphins in Miami to a week in Arizona yep. to the Chargers in L.A. Staying over in L.A., uh, tonight after this loss, if you're if you just had a loss like this one and you're staying over in LA, how how are you processing this? How- uh, I'm eating food and I'm getting in the cold tub because yeah. I know what's ahead of me and I know what I need to do as a professional athlete and somebody who takes pride in their profession in order to compete and put my best product for the next four weeks. Obviously, going to Arizona was a change of schedule. Being now and staying an extra day in Los Angeles and coming back tomorrow you're essentially losing half of your day of recovery being on an airplane and then trying to do it in a quick week to get ready for Sunday. So if I was there, I'd be icing up. I'd be sitting here getting ready. And on that flight home, I'd be sitting here looking at self-scouting this game, and I'd be preparing and getting ready for the Dallas Cowboys because – that's the only bad way that you're going to get this taste out of your mouth is taking it on on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, next game cannot come soon enough. David Deal, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Giants Huddle Podcast on the Giants app or at Giants.com slash podcast and all popular podcast platforms. Giants Huddle Podcast feed also has the all-in NYG podcast presented by PNC Private Bank, which celebrates the 10th anniversary of the Giants Super Bowl 46 championship. 
For more reaction to the game, tune into Big Blue Kickoff Live on the Giants app every weekday at 12.30 or find archived episodes on the Big Blue Kickoff podcast feed. For David Deal, I'm Madeline Burke, and we'll see you next time on the Giants Huddle Podcast.